All right, welcome to a special interview for the 859 Insider Podcast. We're joined by uh, CovCath basketball star Mitchell Riley, future Miami of Ohio player. Mitch, thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's It's been a few weeks since the season finished. It's, it's kind of crazy. It's already April, but um, what have you been up to since the season ended? Yeah, so uh, I've been in the weight room uh, meeting with my strength and conditioning coach. I'm just trying to transform my body before I head up to Miami. Uh, this summer, trying to put on as much muscle um, and good weight that I can. Um, I'm on a diet. I'm on a protein plan. So I'm doing all the little extra things while uh, hitting the weights hard. And then I'm also just in the in the gym constantly, you know, getting shots up, working on my shot, trying to expand my game, um, one dribble pull-ups, a little bit of everything. Uh, coming up this week, I'll be back in the gym with my uh, trainer. Um, so he'll be putting me through a various amount of drills. Um, which focus on in the post, uh, ball handling, uh, combo moves to a pull-up or to a layup. Um, and just expanding my game. So we'll be working on a little bit of everything, but really just staying in the gym, um, staying in shape, and just trying to prepare my mind and body for, uh, as best as I can for this summer and uh, this upcoming season at Miami. Oh, uh, yeah. Great to hear. Uh, so now that everything's uh... – Dumb in your high school career, you had a great run to the state final four this year. Uh, have you uh, reflected on the season yet? And uh, what do you think? Uh, or uh, yeah, have, have you just like had any thoughts from the season now that it's been a couple of weeks? Yeah, I mean, obviously, like it didn't end how I wanted it to, or how the team wanted it to, or the coaching staff wanted it to. But just reflecting on it, um, I'm grateful for it. You know, I had a great season. Had a lot of great memories. Uh, playing in the Sweet 16 was I, – I, I created memories that I'll never forget, you know. Um, just playing uh, at UK, um, seeing all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, and just spending – like staying in the hotel with my teammates, it was unforgettable. And the season was awesome, you know. Uh, the Colonel Crazies were great this year. We had great uh, crowds for every game. So it's hard to walk out into the court and not be pumped up. But I had a lot of support um, from my family, from my friends, um, and then just people that I didn't know, you know, people coming up to me after games, asking for pictures, autographs, all that. It was just fun. Um, I couldn't have asked for a better season just all around. It's unforgettable. Kind of talk uh, talk about that. The past two years, obviously, at CovCath, have, um, I mean, again, at a program like CovCath, <laughs> you join in and your game's instantly elevated with the coaching and kind of just abilities and everything that CovCath gives you. Just talk about how these past couple of years at CovCath have been for you, um, just, I guess, in terms of basketball and school. Yeah, I mean, without CovCath and the coaching staffs, I don't think I'd be the player that I am today. Um, I don't think I'd be going to Miami or I do I think I'd be going D1. Um, they have a standard at CuffCath, you know, it's to make it to the Sweet 16. But when you make it to the Sweet 16, they have an expectation to win it. Um, and that is expressed throughout the season. So they push you very, very hard throughout the offseason. And CuffCath offseason is not long. Um, I, you get two weeks off and then you're right back into open gyms and the workouts um, until the dead period, um, including in June, we do – all a bunch of summer camps, uh, playing other schools, summer practices. And then after dead period, you're right back onto the workouts and the open gyms until practice starts October 15th. So you're going at it for basically year to year. Um, not much time to stop. And if you're a junior, you're handling the AAU too. But 
it was awesome. You know, um, I got welcomed in first day I walked to those doors uh, from the teachers, from the students, from the coaching staff. I felt welcomed. Um, they pushed me on and off the court and the classroom um, to succeed my academic standards for Miami of Ohio. Um, but it was great, you know, um, the way they pushed me um, was what I needed, you know. Uh, the coaches have an expectation of me to not go to Miami. They have an expectation for me to go to Miami and play. Um, they don't want me sitting on the bench. They want me playing, um, hopefully starting within the next year or two. Um, so that was expressed a lot, and I think that's why they pushed me so hard is because they have an expectation for me to go to Miami and play. Mm -hmm. And I, I wanted to ask about that because obviously uh, Miami has gone through a coaching change recently. Um, what has it been like for you? What has that communication been like? Have they been in constant contact or again, what, what has that, uh, I guess, process been like for you as a commit? Yeah. So when I first heard the news, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if I was going to open up my recruitment again or if I was going to stay committed. Um, but I stayed calm through it um, until I found out who the new head coach was, uh, Travis Steele, coming from Xavier University. Um, in my opinion, great coach, you know. Uh, I talked to him the other night, um, talked to him about my plans, um, about his plans with me, his plans with the program, and my goals that I have for Miami University as well. Um, so me and him have been staying in um, contact daily, um, trying to build the best relationship we can between me and him so that when I get up there this summer, me and him are close and it's just go time. Um, no need to build a relationship. It's just let's get the work done and let's hopefully go win a MAC championship. Um, so as of right now, I'm staying 100% fully committed to Miami um, of Ohio with no plans to reopen my recruitment um, and hoping to go win MAC championships and play in the NCAA tournament with Coach Steele. Yeah, that, that's great to hear. And if you, if you don't mind me asking, I guess, obviously you don't have to share too much. What is, what has he kind of told you? Um, I guess, what, and also what is he like? I, you know, I think a lot of people know Travis Steele definitely is a, a high quality coach uh, because I mean, it was seen at Xavier. Um, but what, what is he like and what has he kind of said to you in kind of your initial conversations? Yeah. So uh, what he likes of me is, one, how big of a leader I am on and off the court. You know, you need a leader to be a winning program. Um, you need a leader on the team. Second of all, he likes how I carry myself on and off the court. Uh, third of all, for on the court, he likes how athletic I am, how I'm always playing above the rim, um, how hard-nosed I play, how physical I am, um, and just how I constantly keep playing. I mean, obviously, there's an agreement between me and him that there's things that I need to work on. Um, which is the stuff that I'm working on right now. But we just, I mean, just talked about a little bit of everything. Um, I asked him stuff like, what can I do better um, so that when I'm there in the summer, I don't have to worry about those. Um, just talked about how, like, lucky I am to be coached by my coaches at Cuff Cath um, and how they're always pushing me. And then just talked about, like, my goals of being able to get up there and play um, so I think he's going to come come down and visit me uh, this week or the following week. Um, I have the All-Star Week, and this weekend he might come to that as well. Um, so really we're just right now just focused on the relationship with him, um, especially with me and my family. 
Now, shifting kind of back to high school, um, obviously you're a senior, you're get, getting ready for graduation. Uh, how are you spending your time, your last month, give or take, as a, as a high school senior? Yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it all. I'm taking it all in. Um, time flies. I think we can all agree on that. Um, but right now I'm just, you know, just hanging out with my friends that I've been friends with, um, my cuff calf friends, my beaver friends. Um, they've been by my side since day one, um, and I we but we all expect them to be by my side while I continue my career in Miami. Um, so I'm trying to keep those relationships as strong as possible, um, and then just you know hanging around, playing video games, um, going play basketball with my friends, just being a kid for once. You know, I mean, this time last year I was on the road every weekend. I think I went to like 17 different states because of AAU. So I didn't have too much time to be a kid, but right now I'm just focused on being a kid and having fun while also being serious about my basketball and getting in the gym in the weight room. Mm-hmm. That, I definitely agree. That's the best way to go about the last couple couple of weeks in, in high school. Um, it, it, you mentioned how you're, you're focusing on just being a kid right now, but at what point do you turn the page to Miami? And obviously the page is sort of turned because you're in the gym, you're in the weight room, you're practicing, you're getting, you're getting right for division one college basketball. But at what point do you kind of fully turn the page to, all right, it's Miami men's basketball time. Um, I'd say the day that we lost in the sweet 16 is when the Miami of Ohio page turned flips. Um, it wasn't that I'm a cuff cats basketball player anymore. It's I'm part of Miami of Ohio now. Um, now that I have no cuff calf, um, it's just me. I'm entitled to Miami and I'm part of Miami. Um, yet I'm not there. Um, I'm not with the team. I don't have the culture yet or all that extra stuff, but I'd say, um, since the day we lost, it was Miami of Ohio. Um, and that's been about it. You, you mentioned Beachwood and obviously that's where you started your high school career. Uh, I, I just wanted to ask, uh, you were, you were there when Beachwood was, um, succeeding on the court, seeing success that they hadn't seen in a long time. What was it like playing for a program that, uh, I guess, a program that hadn't won in the style that you and Scotty Drought had been, I mean, leading the Tigers? What was it kind of, what was it kind of like for that? Yeah, I mean, I made memories at Beachwood that I'll never forget. Um, It was most definitely special. Um, Beachwood basketball has never seen that kind of success throughout the years. Um, So, me and Scotty had a phenomenal relationship on and off the court. We were with each other every day outside of school. Um, and that helped, you know, and me and him still have that relationship, but it was just special, you know, I would have considered a Cinderella story because um, they had great success for a couple of years in a row, but it was just, it was special to be a part of that and be able to look back at it and be like, yeah, I was part of that. I got to experience it with them. And like all the memories that I made with them will last a lifetime as well. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, so uh, moving on to this summer, I heard uh, that you're playing in the Smith league over at Taft high school on a team with Adam Kunkel and Freeman, uh, Zach Fremantle. Is that true? Yes, sir. It is. Oh, I went to a game last year there and it's a great league. I'll have to come watch you play. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Um, you know, that's a, the Smith league is the type of competition that I'm going to be facing in college in a way, you know, there's a lot of D1 players in there, um, a couple of pros that'll be playing as well, depending on how far they make it in the NBA finals. But it's more of the, I want to say it's more for fun. I mean, yes, it's for fun. Basketball is fun and all. 
but it's the competition that I'll be facing, which is the, similar to the competition that I'll be facing at Miami, which will get me ready. So I'm excited for it. Um, I'll make great memories there. I'll have a lot of fun, um, meet a lot of new people that I've never met. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, real quick, I, I saw or we saw that recently Miami offered uh, your teammate Evan Ipsaro. I know, I know you can't say too much, you know, NCAA rules and all that. Uh, what I guess what what are you saying to him? You know, kind of what's that like? Are you are you texting him like, hey, like Oxford's great, like we could replicate kind of the success we had at Cuffcat there. Like, what, what's that kind of like that Miami's kind of looking for? Uh, kind of looking at Evan. Yeah, so uh, me and Evan were best friends, you know super close on and off the court, which I think with how close that we were off the court helped us on the court. Um, we trusted each other. So, you know, since he's my best friend, you know, I'm doing my all to get him to Miami. Um, I'm texting him every day, just trying my best to get him out of Miami. I mean, it'd be, I'd be lost of words to be able to team up with him again. You know, it would just be so special to have another four years with my best friend um, and then see our success in college, you know, me and him always used to talk about like playing division one um, basketball. And then once all started to come to reality, it hit us. And we were like, man, like we need to team up again. And that's what I'm really trying to hopefully do with him is be able to team up with him again at Miami of Ohio. Uh, yeah. So uh, just a dumb question, you know, to end it here. Uh, how cool it is, is it to just be able to dunk really easily? Cause it looks really fun. It's cool. You know, um, it gets the crowd pumped up. Um, it gets the team pumped up, and I think we feed off that um, off that energy. But it's cool. I mean, it really hypes us up. It hypes me up. Um, I know it hypes the crowd up because when I'm in when I'm in the stands watching a game and I see a dunk, I'm like, wow, like that was impressive. Um, so it was cool. I mean, I worked a lot on my vertical um, throughout the past years, and it finally started to pay off. I think I got like a 37-inch vertical right now, which is pretty solid. Um, hoping to get it to 41 days so I can get some cooler dunks in. Um, I don't have the best of dunks right now, but I really like being able to dunk. I can, I can tell you for sure the closest Adam has gotten to dunking was our junior year of high school in intramural basketball when he got he jumped off my back. And I don't even know if you made it. I just remember my back killed for a couple of days after that. So... But um, sure I got well, above the rim and then missed it. <laughs> the ball. Uh, well, we'll we'll have to get something go going uh, soon. But um, what's what's? Do you have a favorite dunk that you've had in a game, or are they all just kind of like eh, all a part of the game? I think my favorite dunk that I've done in a game would probably be the reverse that I had at the end of the game against Dixie in the regional finals, um, just because that kind of capped off the game. Um, it was right in front of the Colonel Crazies, and it got everybody pumped up. It got the team pumped up. And we just had – I had a good feeling with that dunk, you know, um, knowing that we secured the game and we were going down into the Sweet 16. But um, probably my two favorite dunks that I've done, um, I love to do a windmill. Um I haven't been able to do it in game yet. I don't know if I trust myself enough, but <laughs> I'll get the windmill in game soon. And then uh, we had a, a dunk contest uh, before the season started, and I actually jumped over a little kid. Um, it was cool to do that. You know, it made the little kid's day. He had the biggest smile on his face. And the crowd, the crowd loved it too. 
Um, I'm a man of the people, so I like being able to interact with the little kids, making their days, whether that's doing a cool dunk for them when they ask me to or giving them an autograph or giving them a picture. Uh, but I say the windmill and um, dunking over the kid was pretty cool outside of the game. And then the reverse dunk against Dixie was probably my favorite this year. Nah, that's awesome. And last last question for me. Um, again, obviously, you had a pretty uh, storied high school career in the 859. Is there one person uh, that you want to, I guess, <laughs> shout out is, you know, who was there to, who, I guess, who was a big factor in your high school career that you want to take time to shout out? Oh, man, that's a tough one. There's so many people I could shout out. Um, I've had a lot of people on my journey, you know. Um, really, I mean, I just have to give thanks to all my coaches and trainers. You know, there's so many that I can list out, but I just can't choose one person to say was a big factor. There was a little bit of everybody from uh, Doug and ASAP to my CuffCath coaches to my strength and conditioning coach at CuffCath to my AAU coaches to my Beachwood coaches to everybody, you know. They helped form me and shape me into who I am today. Um, without them, I wouldn't be able to dunk the way I can or, you know, just do anything the way I do. So I most definitely have to say thanks to all my trainers and coaches for all the time that they spent working with me. And um, luckily, all the hard work paid off. And um, I'm not set where I'm at, so I'm going to keep training with them and hopefully take my game to the next level. Sounds awesome, man. Mitch, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Um, again, we we watched you over the past couple or over your high school years, and uh, we're really excited to see what you can do at Miami. So, again, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for the invite.